a playlist original. It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBB. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you're having a good week. I have been tired AF. I fucking just like died this week. I don't know what it is, but let me know. Is there something up with like astrology or something like that's what I'm leaning towards you know it's bad when you go to the spirits but like I don't know let me know is is mercury in retrograde I have no idea but I need something to blame this entire week on a few story updates before we get to today's episode Joshua Bassett taking a weird fucking turn into evangelical religion. He like was tweeting about like, I guess, finding God or something like that. And people were like, babe, it was your account hacked. And then he's been posting all on Instagram and stuff. And then he was like, no, 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 this is just like me. Um, people are wondering if he's like going the religious music route because he's not having much success I don't know, and just like pop music. It is so fucking weird. Have you seen this? If you have any theories, DM me because I need to know. And then Adam Levine and Bahati Prinsloo welcomed their child, the, you know, one that was almost called Sumner. So we are waiting with bated breath to hear what the baby's name is. Will it compete with air? I don't know. And then on Patreon, this week's episode is Ariana Grande's Pettiest Moments with Cara Berry from Everyone's Business But Mine. We had so much fun recording, so many laughs, and we go through some of her key relationships, some of her big moments in her career. And then, of course, we look at all of the, you know, shady tweets and clapbacks and uh, lyrics and stuff like that that were a little bit or a lot a bit petty. And then the following week, I've got Sophie James back from Unpaid Emotional Labor. We are talking all about the Summer House cast getting ready for the season premiere. That is all over on Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. And I think I mentioned this last week, but book number two for our book club is I'll Be You by Janelle Brown. And Janelle's actually going to join me for another interview. So we're two for two with author interviews with the book club. Join us. Become an official petty betty at patreon.com slash RTBP podcast. This episode was, again, so much fun to record with Lisa. I actually got to meet her in Boston this summer. We went out for dinner at this, like, lovely little place, and I got pasta and, or pasta, as you say in the, in the U.S., and, like, we got Diet Cokes, and we went for a little walk, and it was just super, super cute. The vibes were impeccable, and I'm so happy to be able to catch up with her you know, shoot the shit because we had a lot to catch up on. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Lisa. I'm back with a very special guest, Lisa from the Rant and Release Circles. Lisa, how are you? Hello. I'm so happy to be back. I'm good. How are you? Me too. I was looking last night I was like, when was the last time we recorded? It was a year ago. Really? 13 months ago, which is so wild. Are you serious? Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. It does yeah. not feel like that long ago. <laughs> not at all, right? So yeah. yeah, I'm just happy to have you back. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about what you have going on? Yeah. So, you know, I'm an ex-podcaster, as you know, <laughs> <laughs> but now I've just been focusing on my rant and release circles, which are basically a woman circle where I just have women from all walks of life come together and we discuss different topics every month. Um, it's a good place to make connections. It's a safe space to just kind of like talk about anything we want. And yeah, it's like, it's just been like my passion ever since I kind of stopped podcasting and I just love it so much. Yeah, I love that. So mostly they are in person in Boston. So if anyone's listening and you're in the Boston area, you can attend 
but maybe this year you'll have some virtual ones. Yeah, it used to be all virtual because of, you know, it started during the pandemic in 2021. So I can't believe it's going to be like hitting the two mark, two year mark already. But yeah, it was usually always online, but now it's, I've started to do them more in person, but I'm going to sprinkle them out during the year, some on Zoom, some in person. So hopefully people listening wherever you're located can make one. <laughs> I love that. And what topics like do you bring something to the rant and release circle? Do you, you know the conversations just happen organically? What should people expect? Yeah. So um, my rant and release circles really came off of my podcast, the Lisa Rants podcast, where I would just go and rants <laughs> about a lot of stuff and just things I was going through in my life kind of like in my 20s. And so I basically brought that to a circle to kind of discuss that with a group of women. So we've done circles about mental health, body image, self-love, manifestation. I recently had a vision board party in January. So yeah, we just discuss a lot of different things and um, we're able to come together and really share openly and honestly. We get emotional, we get we <laughs> make friends, connections. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. Yeah, we're going to rant today. I feel like we've got yes, a jam-packed so jam <laughs> episode. We're going to talk about Michaela Nagara, Ben and Jen, and then and Just Like That, and then the Tarte Dubai trip. Okay, I wanted to cover Michaela Nagar. Have you been following her since like the beginning of the pandemic? Um, yeah, probably for like about a year now because she was always just kind of on my For You page. Yeah. And then I found out she's from Massachusetts as well. I'm from Massachusetts. So I just sort of, you know, wanted to follow her and support. And I, you know, I liked her videos. Yeah, same here. I came across her organically too. And it's interesting because I don't wear the type of makeup she wears, and I don't think you do either. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like I'm not even really a makeup girly, but I just found her reviews to be really like, I don't know, engaging and interesting. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because she, her makeup style is very like, I feel like reminiscent of not, I don't want to say like outdated because obviously yeah. there's still like tons the of people, but like very 2016, <laughs> like full coverage full eye full yes. lip like that was exactly what i was gonna say like the 2016 like beauty community era like on youtube it's yeah that's her that's her vibe for sure yeah like cut crease like just like even as a lot of people kind of maybe transitioned into more of like yeah like less coverage more skincare focused mm -hmm. um, less heavy eye makeup and lips and stuff like that She's very like stayed true to her style. Well, first I feel like highlighted a lot of like smaller makeup brands, which was mm -hmm. I thought was different than other influencers. But then yeah. also I feel like just she sprinkled in a lot of like high and low products, which I appreciated because I also have like my makeup bag is a mix of drugstore and like Sephora products. Right, exactly. Like it was a bunch of like brands I've honestly never heard of and just like really cool products. Yeah, like you said, high end, low end. So yeah, her her videos were literally for everybody. Yeah, totally, totally. And of course, I also liked that like because she again became famous in 2020, you kind of, I almost felt like had a stake in her fame. And, and I believe she's moved to LA. Has she moved to LA since? No, she's still in like the Boston area. Or... Yeah, she's still in the Boston. She like bought a house and with her fiance and stuff. Okay, um, that that's cool. But like she's like, yeah, changed from like bedroom, I feel like in her mom's house to like, right. I think she went to an apartment and now you're saying like a house, you're totally right. Like it's just like you can see the end feel like you're part of kind of like her evolution versus yeah. like people like old influencers I feel like who even like the Kardashians or Paris Hilton or whatever it's like who just you know the first time you met them they already had like success and wealth yeah, so and much money like yeah yeah you really got to see like Michaela grow so I think yeah. that's Things what people like about her too. She just yeah, she's just like a normal girl who you know she literally used to work at Sephora or Ulta, one of them. Yeah, and yeah. so she's just like you know normal, so normal. And she is only twenty four because she. This was shocking when I was doing research for this episode. 
She graduated school in 2020 when she started becoming big on TikTok. And I was like, mm. that's wild that you are this young. And maybe that kind of explains some of the like, <laughs> quote unquote, controversies, controversies. that yeah. she's had. Uh-huh. So she did an ad for the L'Oreal Telescopic Mascara. Yeah. And okay, so... Ooh. Went the controversy. Like, yeah, it went viral, specifically her review. But L'Oreal was getting other influencers, like other people in the makeup industry, like Bretman Rock, to review this product. But mm-hmm. in the final product, because lots of influencers, when they're reviewing mascara, like, again, like, I'm a normie. So it's like I put on one, maybe like one and a half coats of mascara. Right. But it's like they put on like four or five and there's cuts in the video in between so in the last cut she's like hey this is like the fifth the fifth coat (laughs) this is the final like look blah 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 and everyone's like you are straight up wearing false eyelash (laughs) (laughs) did you if you had watched the video because it came across my for you page yes it came across my for you page with like no context like i hadn't yes yes like the response yeah right yeah so like did you look at the comments or like did you okay first did you like think like oh those are fake and then did you look at the comments okay not at all like i really watched (laughs) (laughs) that's well like that's the thing like i'm not a makeup girly either so like i fully watched it and i was like oh shit wow like you know what i mean yeah 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 like i did not see anything suspicious like i was just like fully believed that her eyelashes looked like that at the end and then I started scrolling and I was like, and I was like, wow, falsies. But then I saw her, you know, we'll get into it. But I saw her denying mm-hmm. that she used falsies. And I was just like, oh, okay, like kind of weird. And I like moved on with my day. And then all of a sudden, all of these videos started coming. All the stitches, <laughs> um, stitches and stuff. And they're like, be for real, Michaela. Like, those are falsies. <laughs> like it was just like nonstop. I go on Twitter. They're talking about it. It literally exploded overnight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. I had seen it at the point that like all of her videos get like two to three million views. So I was like the three millionth view. And so at that point, um, I don't even think I had finished the whole video. And then I looked at the comments and it was like, I swear to God, I can see false eyelashes. Mm-hmm. And people were saying like, which I was like dead because I feel like, again, the like it girl eyelash is the Ardell wispies. Yes. And someone was like, <laughs> I can spot an Ardell wispy. Like, yeah, they like knew the exact lash it was <laughs> yeah. or something. It was like so funny. And she wrote in the comments, like, no, 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 this isn't fake. Like, this is the real deal. Mm-hmm. And you could tell it was an ad because it said L'Oreal partner, but it was like yeah. really quick. Usually people have it like maybe like pinned in the comments or in the caption of the video or in the hashtags or whatever. But she had it. Yeah, like, she on like the tagged screen. L'Oreal. Yeah, she tagged yeah. L'Oreal. But that was it. Yeah. So people were like, also, I don't think you're being really upfront that this is a paid ad mm-hmm. um and then i looked when i was writing this outline last night the tiktok had 43.6 million views oh my god wow yeah <laughs> so it's just blowing up but i think like some of the interesting thing is also like so like i feel like there's a few things it's like it's interesting because we have such a chokehold i feel like right now on like relatable influencers and mm-hmm. when they inevitably let us down, everyone, yeah. yeah, like everyone is outraged because we feel this like kinship with them. And I feel like, again, like we were talking about, we feel like we have a stake in their like career and their fame. But then I think the other piece of it is like the ad piece because so I also got TikTok in 2020. Like I feel like most other people mm-hmm. um, same. why I like it so much and why I feel like I now I like I feel like I dabble in Instagram and dabble in Twitter but like really is my main social media app and I feel like it was because you could get these honest reviews of things and like so many things I buy nowadays are because of TikTok 
Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's crazy. It's so crazy. And but the thing is, is that this is why I started using it in 2020, but it's been three years and now brands and companies and stuff have learned how to advertise through TikTok. So it's yeah. like now I just feel like instead of just taking a video verbatim, I have to like now like think about it and be like, okay, is this like a paid post or is this person like a normie like me just posting about their favorite concealer or whatever? Yeah. And that's what's really difficult. Yeah. Things used to be so organic and, you know, no company was paying TikTok influencers like that, you know, back in 2020 originally. Mm -hmm. So now you just don't know if like what's an ad, what's real, what's not. Totally. Totally. Have you bought anything off TikTok that you've like really enjoyed or that or that's been a flop and you were like, okay, this person was either like lying or like, I guess sometimes it's hard with makeup because sometimes like I bought a liquid bronzer. I think it's just I can't remember what brand it is because I only use it. Charlotte Tilbury one. No, no, no. It's it's definitely drugstore, but it's like the liquid one with, I can't remember the name because again, I used it like a few times and I was like, this isn't for me, but it's Mm -hmm. liquid. It has like a soft tip and you just like make circles like around your face and then blend it in. I think I bought like a shade that was like slightly too dark for me because I need like the lightest like shade. And Mm -hmm. And I was like, this isn't working for me. Like this, it looks too orange and like stuff like that. But I was like, makeup, yeah. it's it's tough because it, I feel like so person, like it probably mm-hmm. didn't work for me just because of like the the tones on my skin and stuff. Like the person wouldn't right. have known that and it worked for them. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't, there was nothing that I actually ended up buying but there was a few things that I went to go buy but then when I tested it I was like I hate this like (laughs) so like the rare beauty blush that every girl literally wears like so much I went to Sephora and I literally just put it on my hand and I tried to like first of all it's so pigmented as we all know yeah and like you think that that's like cool but it like I literally felt like I could not blend (laughs) it on my hand (laughs) and I was like I knew that I would just look like a clown if I Mm -hmm. wore it I mean it looks good whenever you Literally every girl on TikTok wears it every single day, but I just knew that I would hate it for myself because it was just like too pigmented and it just mm-hmm. like didn't blend well. Um, I got this like makeup by Mario blush that <gasps> that's also really popular. Yeah, again, I'm not like obsessed, like, you know what I mean. So yeah. my friend got me actually for my birthday. She got me a Stanley cup, which I'm actually obsessed <laughs> with. So like that was worth <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is worth every penny but same agreed yeah (laughs) but usually i get released um i just get hooked with like people's amazon storefronts like that's my that's my kryptonite like if someone is like i'm like where is that from it's linked in my bio i'm like all right sis like i just don't buy it (laughs) i know i know i feel like i'm the same especially with like organization stuff or yeah i don't know just amazon like i feel like people find such good shit on there and i'm like i can never find this stuff like when i look it just is like not i don't know not good stuff yeah like when i search none of that pops up so i love amazon storefronts (laughs) yeah yeah and like i'm always gonna if it's like a lululemon dupe or a skims dupe or something like that like i'm always gonna buy it oh my god i love a skims dupe (laughs) skims is so expensive i just can't get myself to really spend money yeah but yeah i feel like that bronzer was like the liquid bronzer was the only thing that I had like a big like fail on I feel like everything Mm -hmm. else I've like really liked but yeah I feel like nowadays again I'm starting to curate my for you page again with like way smaller content creators like like even like 20,000 and under because again they have no you know skin in the game for making these ads yeah, a hundred percent. But that's the thing about these larger influencers. Like when you realize how much they get paid, it's like, yeah. Oh my god, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Totally, especially for a brand like L'Oreal. Like she was probably making a hundred k or more for this post. 
Allegedly, I had heard this on another podcast today from the girls from Centennial Beauty, but they were saying how she had made the video a few times and sent it to L'Oreal and they weren't happy with the product. Yeah, you sent me that. um... Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I saw it on TikTok and then I heard the girls from Centennial Beauty talk about it. So I was like, okay, if they're talking about it, there's must be like some legitimacy to this. (laughs) Yeah, and I honestly was thinking about it. I kind of that's where I was kind of going with what I just said about they get paid so much. It's like, what are you going to do when a brand is like giving you literally 100K and just for a little video and, you know, you want to make sure that they're happy. You know, it's like a big brand like L'Oreal. It's like that's not someone you want to kind of sever a relationship with. And they're like, hey, uh, we want to look better. And I don't know. I really don't know. So, you know, that video you sent me, like you just said, they were saying that l'oreal basically wanted her to add some false lashes on yeah yeah and it's like do you really think they did that i don't know because it's so hard to tell because like so again the girls from centennial beauty were were saying it's kind of like print media and commercials where it's like all of Mm -hmm. those are enhanced yeah but they have to put in the fine print like lashes enhanced with photoshop or like whatever like that is something that they have to say but when you're flipping through a print campaign or you're watching it on tv you're not reading the fine print you're just looking at the picture and then moving on Mm -hmm. and i think that maybe especially with mascara brands are like okay well we can't enhance the lashes like we do in our other forms of media like put on a falsy and and just say that it's true so like i could see it in that way but then i don't know sometimes so like i don't think that this was necessarily planned like i don't think they said michaela put on a falsy and then this is gonna blow up because people are gonna call her out and then people will be talking about it but like You also have to think like that this video has 10 times the amount of views her other videos have. So many people are buying the mascara to just yeah people are working like people are literally buying it now yeah i've seen other influencers go out to buy it just to make a video saying that she's lying like exactly (laughs) so it's like those people are doing it and the thing is so like james charles made a video and Mm -hmm. he like literally like tagged michaela and same with jeffree star and they're like people out here are lying and stuff like that and then they made a review but guess what their reviews were like this mascara is actually good is it (laughs) falsy level good no no mascara is but it's Mm -hmm. actually good and so i just feel like i don't if someone asked me what my thoughts on the mascara are it seems like it does work um but so i don't know so i'm like maybe it was like good press for the company regardless but it kind of seems like Michaela has lost the trust of her audience. Yeah, and that's like the unfortunate part. Uh, and I, you know, and I've been obviously like a little bit of a fan of Michaela for a little while. And I've, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of her videos come up and I know she struggles with like mental health issues. And she actually had to take a break like a few months back just because she was so depressed. So I'm just like, I think I'm just like kind of scared for her in a way of like all this backlash. I just hope she doesn't, you know, it doesn't make her spiral and things like that i just don't really think it's like that deep i understand it i understand why people are angry but it's really not like that deep but i think it leads to like a larger conversation right it's like and i don't know if if you've seen this on your for you page but there's been a lot of talk about like consumption and like overconsumption of just like just tiktok in general how we just talked about it literally we just talked about (laughs) like what we've been influenced to buy like through this app And I think it's so important to use your own, like, just because Michaela said this mascara is amazing, like, does does not mean that I need to buy it. Like, especially when, like, all these girls probably have three other mascaras in their bathroom right now. You know what I mean? Like, there was this one TikTok I saw. This girl's like, I don't need 12 blushes. I have 12 pink. I have 12 pink blushes. I don't need all this. And it's, like, so real. And I was actually having a conversation with my friend the other day. She's like, I refuse to buy another makeup product until I use all of mine up. So I think a lot of us are kind of just like finally waking up and like, okay, we don't need all this crap, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think it's like, is it unfair to her following that she lied? Of course. But at the same time, we don't have to buy all this stuff. Like, 
we don't like i don't people are so angry it's like michaela you almost made me buy it it's like no she didn't like you, you have to use your own discretion like you don't have to buy the mascara if you don't want to like totally I totally i know i feel so. the same way because it's like also it's like a 15 dollar mascara it's right. not like she's influencing you to purchase something that's like hundreds mm -hmm. of dollars right also it's like if you compare it to the people who tried to capitalize off of this scandal jeffree star and james charles it's like mm -hmm. jeffree star is uh like has been accused of essay and is racist and james charles extremely is like, problematic yeah yeah a predator to young boys like and then there's a girl that's like put on put on a falsy so it's like <laughs> yeah yeah like i don't know it's it is when you compare it to those things like it is kind of you're right like mm -hmm. not a big deal but yeah it is really interesting and yeah i totally agree with the like the blush thing like that's so true and mm -hmm. i definitely have been a victim to this for sure too with like skincare products and like like even our stanley cuz like okay like i feel like it was worth it because it's like the only like it stays so cold <laughs> yes it's the only insulated like like sippy cup that i have all my other ones are from starbucks they're just like the two dollar plastic ones and yeah. they don't stay like they don't keep your ice cold so mm -hmm. like i feel like those types of things like are different but like i definitely have like i have like the Lululemon belt bag, and then I have like a Bagu crossbody bag, and then I just bought two Uniglo crossbody bags, and they're basically the same version of every, <laughs> like they're like the same yeah. thing, and mm -hmm. like it's like those types of things that I'm like I probably could have cooled it on like the the other three, like until right. my Lululemon <laughs> ba belt bag like the strap broke or something, right? Uh, but yeah, I totally get that. It's like normal people don't need seven blushes or three mascaras or like whatever like you just mm -hmm. you really just need like basically one of everything or like two of everything because i also know like some days i like to wear cream blush and some days i like powder depending on like my skin texture and stuff right yeah exactly so it's it's hard it's just leading to a bigger conversation i think of just like why are these influencers kind of like influencing us so much and why are we like getting so angry at them yeah, for it. Yeah. And it's like, at the end of the day, I don't know, you just have to use your own brain. It's like, of course, like, these people are getting paid to talk about these things. Like, I don't know. I just, for me, it's always been very clear that, like, a lot of this stuff is an advertisement or an over-exaggeration. Uh, and, but at the same time, okay, here's, here's a funny part. I don't know. Either. Again, like I said, I, when I first watched it, I didn't really think anything of it. Because I can't, I could never really spot out a fake laugh. Like, I'm not like that. Like, I don't know what that, what an Ardell looks like. But <laughs> I was thinking about it and it's like, and I think someone said it on Twitter. They're like, well, isn't she like good enough at makeup that like she might just be able to like make it look that good? Or like, I don't right. know. Because it's like, I mean, I mean, everyone has clearly said she's lying. I don't know. Again, I can't tell. Yeah. But it's like, there's like those like little, um, like eyelash combs and stuff like i don't know i just feel like she caught she put, probably could have like finessed it somehow again just to enhance it i i don't know like that would be like horrible if she like really wasn't lying like that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah, yeah like that would be so crazy and then but at the same time it's like has any mascara ever been drastically different than any other mascara like it's like black liquid in a tube like what do we think it's gonna do like I literally i like, know i know every mascara i've ever gotten has always just been the same they're all clumpy they're all gross like, <laughs> i don't know i just don't know what people really expected from a mascara i don't know totally but, yeah totally i know i'm not and durant <laughs> yeah no but i get that too like i again watched the video and if i didn't open the comments and if it didn't and then if it didn't blow up like this i would have just been like okay cool and then scrolled past and like it is interesting though because it's like is that what they think the average person would have done and then maybe next time i'm at walmart and i'm looking for a new mascara i think oh i heard about this l'oreal telescopic one from TikTok, like i don't know i more like the, even just the awareness that this exists for the next time i'm 
in the shot. Like, I don't know. I, yeah. well, I they would definitely be... got the brand awareness out. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I'm not sure, but yeah, I wouldn't have known either. And again, you're right. We still don't know like 100% if she did that because she hasn't said anything. She hasn't posted in days from that TikTok that I sent you. It was someone who, I guess maybe works for L'Oreal or in the industry or something like that. And they said, A, L'Oreal told her to put it on after they didn't like multiple attempts of like multiple drafts of her video. And then B, they said because of the contract, she has to keep it up for 30 days. And so maybe she's working with her team to see what she can say and still like abide by the contract i don't know yeah i don't know so we'll see we'll see i think like the last two things i want to say i watched a video today from charlotte parker she owns the brand i think it's pronounced do it's d i u x maybe d i d u d e u x maybe i don't know but it is skincare and she has like a reusable eye patch yeah that is really popular and she said like kind of like what did we expect influencers don't influence like necessarily your realm of thinking like say like activists do or like they're not like community they're not making influence like influential change on like community or society they really are just selling you stuff like Mm -hmm. influencers the word is like it really should just be salesperson and i was like oh yeah that's like a really good point like all the influence i literally influencers i follow or like 95 percent are just trying to sell stuff like sell a lifestyle sell a product whatever it's like they're not influencing my you know thoughts or whatever necessarily yeah yeah that's it's so real and that's what i'm saying it's like i don't know why people don't really understand that at this point like i don't know so just like the outrage about it it's kind of it's kind of crazy because it's like i feel like a lot of these people lie all the time you know Mm -hmm. so i don't know i just feel badly for her me too me too And again, I think that that's another reason why people were so upset because it's like we do actually, I think, feel bad for her because we like her versus other people that like are, I don't know, we like hate. (laughs) Like, Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry, I want to be clear. It's like I'm not saying that like these people should be lying at all like no 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 i don't i don't want it to sound like that like oh who cares they all they lie all the time but at the same time i think it's just kind of like i think the way it's been blown out of proportion like do you follow hello teffy no i know teffy but i don't follow her but like i check out some of her content yeah but she tweeted she's like y'all are acting like she committed murder like (laughs) literally (laughs) it's just like what are we talking about here like a false lash like we need to calm down totally yeah it's just crazy okay actually two two more things ulta beauty which i yeah i believe she used to work at did a like a little uh like stand where they had like (laughs) the l'oreal mascara and a picture of michaela and then the ardell that was funny and i was like that "That is so funny like brutal but so funny yeah Uh, and then the other thing that has come up because I was like, hey, does she have any other controversies? And oh, a, a ton. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm like, <laughs> I was in the dark, but one of them is that she fakes her accent. So I was like, hey, I have to ask Lisa because you're from Boston. Like, yeah. do you think she fakes her accent? Um, it's very exaggerated. Yeah. But it's not like uncommon to hear people talk like that. So, but when I, so I did see a TikTok of like someone brought up one of her old 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 videos and she had no accent at all like it was crazy like she was like talking very normal and i was like oh my god so i freaked out and i'm like and then people in the comments were like no 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 she just used to be embarrassed of her boston accent so she used to like try to cover it up and i'm like but that's so weird and like inauthentic yeah if i find it i'll try to send it to you but yeah it was really like like it's like a stark difference like she's basically has no accent at all so yeah i don't know (laughs) that's so interesting yeah okay because like definitely it is exaggerated like but I kind of, 
Um, because I don't hear that accent often. I was just thinking like, oh, it's like a customer service voice or a podcast voice or, uh, you know, that you just speak a little bit differently if you were having like a, than a, a conversation one-on-one or whatever. But mm-hmm. I didn't think like, oh, that's like super fake, but like probably is because like, yeah, I feel like that was another catchy part is that she sounds like she like she swears like a sailor and she sounds like rough around the edges but then she would do this like beautiful like like the juxtaposition was was yeah, it made her stand out exactly sure. like it gave mm-hmm. her like a thing i think mm-hmm. that's why i first one of the reasons why i first followed her so that's really interesting yeah so seeing that i was like oh my god that's really (laughs) that's not good (laughs) that's so bad oh my god Uh oh michaela well we'll see if she responds does a statement whatever but i'm I'm waiting me too me too Mm -hmm. i'm on the edge of my seat (laughs) okay let's talk about some other well another famous bostonian ben affleck (laughs) oh we (laughs) they're making us look bad right now (laughs) let's talk about it so so two things uh jennifer lopez's new movie shotgun wedding premiered this past weekend i've heard mixed reviews um like i'm just laughing like how many how many wedding movies do we need to have how many weddings does she need to have (laughs) (laughs) like i just i was like okay it looks like cute because i do like Jennifer Lopez rom-com movies. But then like when I saw that there was like pirate in- intervention and stuff like that, I was like, it's not like, I don't want to see like an action yeah. <laughs> movie. But it was scheduled on the same night as Mark Antony's fourth wedding. So what do you think was scheduled first, the movie premiere <laughs> or his wedding? I would think his wedding. I hope it's just like a coincidence. Yeah. I mean, JLo's dated like three people ever since him, right? So I don't think she like is petty like that. Yeah. Maybe she is. Who knows? But yeah, that is like a very funny coincidence (laughs) for sure. It is. I think if it was anybody, it would be Mark. (laughs) Like, who would schedule? It just, it's weird that it's like out of all weekend. Like, there's 52 weekends in the year and she well they both end up on the same one i feel like that's a little too coincidental but mm-hmm. uh, also you're right like i feel like mark antony other than like birthing her children like really is a blip on her radar yeah honestly. um yeah so so who knows but i'm so glad you out- added this to the outline but another viral less viral than mascara thing but viral nonetheless a video of ben and jen has surfaced at the premiere so it looks like Mm -hmm. they're like kind of on the red carpet and they somewhere somewhere because there's like there's lots of people there's i think like kind of like the movie postery stuff in the background Mm -hmm. lots of lights and stuff like that and they don't know they're being filmed but like you should i feel like you should always at these type of events feel like think you're being filmed yeah and uh ben it looks like turns to jen and says like i didn't drink and kind of looks exasperated and then she because she's sipping wine she looks away and he goes like jen lip readers tiktok we're like (laughs) kind of deciphering this what do you think like do you think they are having issues like do you think that that's what he actually said like what's up with this video <laughs> well first of all lip readers on tiktok is like my favorite new genre like they just take all these videos of celebrities from like very far away and they just like try to decipher what they're saying so i'm like obsessed with that right now but yeah when i saw it i was like oh yeah he totally said that and I just feel like, I mean, we know his history with his ex, um, Jennifer Garner, mm-hmm. and he was like alcoholic. I don't think he's sober now. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see that ending well. He had a lot of issues with his ex-wife and the kids because of his drinking. And if he's taking that into this new relationship, if they're like literally arguing at a premiere party with 
people around about if he took a sip of this wine or not. Like, that's like really crazy to me. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I really don't. And I honest, I just don't really have a lot of faith in any of Jennifer's relationships anymore. I really thought A-Rod was her end game. <laughs> I know. They were just so, I felt like they had such similar like hustles. Yeah. She is such, like, she's like the, you know, wake up at 4.30 a.m. girly and like yeah. grind just at made the gym. Sense. And, yeah. It made sense. They both had two kids. They all got along and like latinos and i don't know i just loved them but uh, yeah so i don't know yeah i i felt the same way and you know i am rooting for them even though i feel like ben affleck is actually a horrible person like <laughs> yeah uh, like i just don't everyone was like really excited to see them back together i was not i did not care for it yeah i didn't understand it like i don't know i'm just not a fan <laughs> yeah i feel like i'm here on like the surface level and just like i love the story of like after 20 years like they came back together i'm just a sucker for that but yeah. i have been reading more of his blind items and just more of his career and i'm like I actually don't think you're like a good person before right. i i thought it was just like issues with alcohol and gambling and stuff and i was like well that's not like the person's fault but then when i like looked into it i was like some of it his like other behavior is like sketchy too so mm -hmm. yeah he put jennifer garner like through hell yeah like, really yeah. bad to her so it's just like i don't yeah. know I'm not, I'm not buying that he has changed much yeah just because he like wears suits now and like got a haircut and um, instead of picking up Dunkin Donuts outside of his apartment he's like you know doing brand sponsorships with them like he's still like the same old same old Ben <laughs> literally so embarrassing so funny. he was he literally filmed it like two towns away from me so it's just like so funny that's all it's, anyone could talk about I know I know Jennifer's got him on that that grind yeah <laughs> yeah so we'll see are you gonna watch the movie shotgun wedding no yeah I, <laughs> I didn't watch her last movie marry me yeah marry me I didn't see yeah that yeah yeah you've seen them once you've seen them all you know that's so true yeah I don't think I'll, I'll watch this one either Josh do Dumahal or whatever, Dumal or whatever. Like I just, Dumal, yeah. I'm not interested, and I just feel like that movie was cursed to begin with because Army Hammer was the, supposed to be the lead, and then he like I didn't know that. Yeah, and then uh, they like let him go and and stuff like that. So I was like, eh. it was cursed from the start. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Okay, let's talk about Tart before we wrap up with and just like that because I feel like it makes sense with kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, uh, this also went. This was like right before the Michaela drama. I feel like, but yeah, Tart I was like fully like in the rabbit hole with this one. <laughs> yeah, you messaged me and you're like, "Are you following this?" I was like, "It's literally all I'm following." Like, it's just yeah. me. It's me. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Yeah, like it's just like it's like everything that I'm thinking about. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yes, I even though this is the interesting part, so. Let's get into the, like, the details. So Tarte Cosmetics hosted a really lavish influencer event. Mostly on like all the things were on TikTok, but it was where 50 girls flew business class to Dubai. It was co-sponsored by Sephora Middle East. Tarte is promoting a new cheek stain and like Sephora Middle East is like really like blowing up. So the influencers were at the Ritz Carlton, which obviously is like fancy, fancy. Their rooms were like decked yeah. out in Tarte products and like just anything they could ever want. Yeah. And some of the girls that were invited were Alex Earl, which I feel like is the new girl. She is, yeah. Influencer, I should say. Like not like A-list red carpet celeb, but she's definitely like the new it girl. And then Lindsay Burrow, Monet McMichael, Meredith Duxbury. Mm -hmm. Did you, do you know or follow these other influencers or are um, these just kind of like people on the periphery that you kind of know? I've, I've followed Monet McMichael for a while now. I love her. So I was really happy to see her, you know, experience this. And I've obviously seen Meredith Duxbury's insane <laughs> videos. I've seen her on my For You page for like two years now. And every time I see her, I'm like, 
<laughs> I know, I know, I know. How do you put all that makeup on? But yeah, yeah those, those... talk about full coverage. Like, <laughs> yeah. So those were the two that I recognized, and like obviously Alex Earl. Yeah, I really. So yeah, Meredith Duxbury, I recognized just from the foundation videos, but like I've never. <laughs> outside of like people maybe stitching her content and being like oh my god like i've never watched any of her stuff and then alex girl earl i don't follow but again i feel like she's you can't escape her you cannot <laughs> escape her she's just everywhere it's like, so funny because i thought i followed her because i see her videos so often and i actually don't <laughs> so it's like crazy yeah it i know i hate that when you actually don't follow someone <laughs> But you still know like everything about them. You're like, yeah. fucking hate this. Um, but yeah, so they were like definitely like kind of a mix of influencers, mm -hmm. um, ranging from kind of yeah. smaller content creators to people like Alex Earl. But it yeah. went super viral. People were saying that it was like really out of touch as we're like entering a possible like recession. Inflation is fucking crazy. The economy is like yeah. trash. And then. Mm -hmm. People are saying they tart spent like they spent so much money. How could they ever get like the return? Like this doesn't make any sense. Like what intrigued you about the trip? Was it just like the luxury of it or was it because of it, it was out of touch? So it definitely was out of touch, but I felt like it was very reminiscent of again, like 2018, like makeup beauty days like if you were on youtube you know like influencer culture like this has been something that has always happened like these very lavish trips like bora bora bali like they would take mm -hmm. these people all around the world even these like even the revolve trips that they go on or like mm -hmm. or that they used to go on before the pandemic so i think this was honestly just like the first post-pandemic trip of this magnitude that we've seen especially on an app like tiktok which is a little bit more realistic I feel like if it was more on Instagram, people wouldn't have really like cared. But I think like seeing it so heavily on TikTok, it was very new to see something like this on that app. Ex again, in this post pandemic world that is like very different. Um, we don't, especially Gen Z, they're not really into like flexing of the luxury. Like, no, we're just not into that anymore. Like we're, we want things to be real. So I feel like Tarte was more so out of touch with not even just the luxury, but just the fact that like, this isn't really the content that we like care about anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but from a marketing standpoint, it was brilliant. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like <laughs> they got the biggest it girls on the app to talk about their trip. They made it as lavish and as insane as possible because they knew everyone would be talking about it. And it worked from a brand awareness standpoint. Yeah. Did it convert into actual sales? I'm not sure. So one thing that I saw, because um, everyone was like, everyone wanted Monet and Alex to hang out. Like all over my For You page, they were like, make a video together, make a video. Like every comment was like, where's Alex? Where's Monet? Like they wanted them to like make a video together so badly. So they finally did. And everyone was like eating that up, right? And they did this like get ready with me video together and uh, had like a million and a half likes. It was crazy. And they were like, oh my God, I'm using the makeup my Mario. I love it. Like they're like naming all these brands that they're like literally using in a room, in a villa in Dubai that has all these Tarte products around them. They did not mention a single Tarte product in that video. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God god that is not good <laughs> totally totally yeah i agree because like i know i feel like again I, I don't feel like i don't own any tarp products right now like i know like my sister uses the shape tape and stuff like that but like i don't feel any more inclined to buy their products per se yeah mm -hmm. i totally agree that like brand trips were so popular and like before TikTok. So like, again, like maybe like talking about 2019, these girls would go on these trips and they would make a like vlog about it, but it was the same thing. And now it's just one to two minute video versus like 20 minute vlog about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe the vlog because it would include like, but I guess this included airport and stuff like that too. It's like, maybe it just, gave more context so it didn't look as yeah. like lavish or I don't know but 
-hmm. But I definitely think that also with from 2020 to now, there has been a backlash in creators that make this flex culture videos. Because again, yeah, people that were online, especially on YouTube from like 2016 to 2019, it's like we were watching all of this stuff, like people Mm -hmm. getting ready in, in their closets lined in like luxury brands and stuff like that yeah and Mm -hmm. flexing about like how many birkin bags they have and stuff like that so it it didn't seem new like like those like even like jeffree star used to do like get ready with me and my rolls royce and like just the craziest it was all always about like luxury i feel like um from like 2012 to like 2018 and um but that's just not like the climate we're in at all anymore like you said especially like missed missed like a recession and all this inflation going on you know totally totally and um the other conversation was that tart wasn't making like wasn't getting the bang for their buck but i think that's been a little bit debunked now like i i don't agree like i agree with you that like i they weren't just using like exclusively tart products on their trip with which I don't think is ideal for the brand but apparently Alex Earl did swap one of her like eyeliners or something for one of the Tarte ones and so it's like that type of stuff is good is like when they mm-hmm. start to integrate it into their like normal but I think that like that's only one out of 50 so who yeah. knows <laughs> but then kind of like Michaela some of these brands are are paying creators 100k to do to do a 60 second video whereas like bringing them on this trip is probably way less than 100k and they're getting way more content and brand awareness than one video could could make yeah and i think people think that like oh tart spent all this money but they really didn't because a lot of these companies work together to get these like deals like emirates got so much press for this so they were like oh we'll fly all those girls there for free probably or the hotel they stayed at i heard was like a brand new like hotel so it was kind of yeah it was i think it was the one yes it was the wasn't it the one that beyonce performed at oh i'm not sure because i feel like this that looked like a because they were like in these villas but then the beyonce one was like a real yeah like a one yeah building yeah but it might be like the same company and yeah people just just saying like um the dubai kind of like tourism they just have this crazy budget right now and they're just like trying to get people to go there totally but you're right i heard that this was called contra deals where tart would also team up with the airline with the hotels with all the excursions yeah, um, with the I other think. products that were in the room and stuff like that. So they would get that either at a very discounted price or for free. So even though we're estimating it costs blank dollars, we actually have no idea how much it would be and then what their like rate of return would be with the products sold. So it's probably mm-hmm. a net positive for them, but yeah. yeah. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> never know. Okay, let's wrap up with and just like that. That was the last time we chatted on the pod was when the season one premiere happened. I think we covered episodes <laughs> one and two, and that was like just when Big had died. And oh, yes, I remember. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I was like, oh yeah, like we'll just cover like the first two episodes because like they're week by week. So let's just do the first two and like obviously I had no idea that he died and then like I was watching I was like oh my god like can't believe we we get to like cover this like this is insane it was literally so insane like I know I was like take me back to that like because I hadn't been spoiled or anything on it just the shock of that was yeah it was so shocking was wild so I think like they're obviously filming again and I think like the biggest spoiler yeah kind of spoiler piece of news that have come out of the streets of new york is aiden is back which like i guess we like technically knew he was announced in the first season that he'd be coming back and then he never did so then i Mm -hmm. i think people were like oh where was he is it just gonna be like they bump into each other and have a coffee or is it gonna be like a big like an actual storyline so yeah 
yeah do you think like they've been filmed i think twice together so we know that it's more than like maybe one scene but like do you think that they're dating or or are they just you know starting like a a friendship or something um i feel like since big is gone they're definitely gonna like very much lean into the love story with aiden now um like you think full out yeah i mean oh I don't, my god <laughs> who else like yeah like 100 percent. because i think what a lot of people always said about the original sex in the city like a lot of people like actually never liked big like they did not want carrie to end up yeah. with big and a lot of people who were like original fans like just did not really like that yeah um, but then obviously the movie came out and then we all just kind of like you know we were just like okay cool we like big now um so I think it's gonna really harp on like the fantasy of all like, you know, the, just what people would have wanted it to be in the past of like Carrie to just like be with Aiden and stuff like that. So I don't know. I feel like they're really gonna lean into it, honestly. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Cause it's like Aiden is obviously like the better person, but yeah. I felt like big suited Carrie. So I was team big. Right. Yeah, I always liked Big, but I've heard, like, tons of people just be like, she should have stayed with Aiden, you know? So Yeah, because, like, he, their relationship to me didn't make sense, but he was a way better person. Yeah, like, he was stable and stuff, and, like, Carrie never was. So if yeah. Carrie... <laughs> she was awful, and yeah. <laughs> he was just, like, hardworking carpenter, and mm -hmm. I felt like he was, like, so sweet to her, and she was just, like, so awful back. But maybe mm -hmm. the point is is that she was awful she was in her 30s and now she's in her 50s and she's learned and she's more stable and stuff like that and <laughs> finally yeah and can date him like i don't know yeah i, I don't know but do we really think that aiden's single i don't know we'll yeah. see so in sex the, the writers city always do like these the writers of this show are literally insane so we honestly we don't know what could happen they literally i feel like just like change it like i guess yeah. i don't know i don't want to have any examples but like yeah so in sex in the city 2 when they kissed in abu dhabi he had a wife and two kids i think so yeah, yeah you're right like did his wife also pass away did they get divorced mm -hmm. uh what are the kids doing i guess the kids they were i think like pretty young during the movie but i guess that was like 10 years ago so like are they yeah they're probably um, like the same age as like miranda's son maybe like yeah in high school or college or something yeah, yeah yeah so like i don't know how does that factor in it's just so interesting john corbett who plays aiden is also in the how i met your mother reboot how i met your father are you watching mm -hmm. that no but i do want to check it out yeah it's so. it's actually cute how i met your mother i watched the whole series um but like really it was kind of one of those ones that i was just kind of watching to watch yeah um, it was just like on it was yeah. just on yeah like <laughs> mm -hmm. if you asked me any of the storylines now i like wouldn't remember half of them yeah and this is the same like it's I put it on last night when I was writing out these outlines. Probably that's why there's so many typos and stuff. Like, like I was, I didn't notice. <laughs> like it's just one of those shows to just like have on. But John Corbett is going to be Hillary Duff's boyfriend in an upcoming episode, and uh, people that's interesting. Yeah, people are shocked because well, they're they're making jokes like, oh, Hillary's dating an old guy and like stuff like that i can't even remember her character's name and then right. <laughs> like, um and he was hillary duff's teacher in raise your voice oh my god yes when she's singing that like hey and then yeah that's so weird yeah he's like nice like <laughs> such weird casting i love how it all connects though that's actually hilarious i know it's such a small world but it's also so interesting how you can play someone's boyfriend in one thing and then mm -hmm. like your their teacher in another and yeah all of that stuff and kim cattrall <laughs> is the older version of hillary duff so it all it really all does connect wow holy crap <laughs> yeah the other spoiler was Carrie was seen in her Vivian Westwood wedding dress. Like, where do you think she could be going in in her full wedding dress? I literally have no idea. Like, honestly. Me neither. I don't know. Again, I don't know like, I, this show is so unpredictable. Like, that's the thing that 
it's like kind of like why I kind of hate watch it because it's like the writing is so unbelievable. So I don't know. It could literally just be as simple as her wearing it to like a costume party or something, <laughs> yeah. or yeah. her literally marrying Aiden in the dress. Like we yeah. have no idea. <laughs> like it could be like so many things. <laughs> I'm dead. That's so funny. Yeah, because I I felt like she went to like a bodega in like a full ball ball gown last season so you're right like maybe she's going to the bodega or <laughs> she's going for number two yes yeah. in the same dress mm -hmm. yeah so and they'll be like oh i never got to wear this or you know like, yeah yeah like i never walked down the aisle yeah <laughs> this, so is, crazy. this is my time yep god that's so funny do you have any other predictions for season two for like naya or seema or like the Samantha storyline, are they just gonna drop that at this point? Is is Carrie still <laughs> podcasting? <laughs> oh yeah, Carrie's definitely gonna be still podcasting. I hope that they just kind of like keep Samantha. Like I, I want, I liked how they basically had her like texting and like that they were like cool. That made me happy because I just really hated the fact that they just made it seem like they weren't friends anymore. So I would love for them to like kind of play it up and just pretend that they were on good terms. That would make me happy. Um, but I don't know. They might just completely drop it this season. Who knows? Uh, will still Steve be back? Probably. <laughs> I like Steve though, but me Miranda's too. like Miranda's so annoying. Yeah. Oh my Are God. Miranda and Chase still together? No, she's probably gonna break Miranda's heart or something. Oh, sorry. As they should. I'm sorry. It's misgendered. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea if they'll still be together. And then Charlotte, I was trying to write some like predictions or just even like some bullet points of like what she could be up to. But I was like, what the fuck was her storyline last season? Like I, I, it was just her like children's identity. Oh yeah. Her children's gender identity. And then playing tennis with like another couple or something. That's literally all I yeah. remember. It was just her being like a Karen, I guess. Yeah. Her child and then Miranda also being a Karen. Like, it was just weird. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I hope they develop Charlotte's storyline more because she didn't really have one at all. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. And same with Naya's. And then Seema, we ended up... Seema was... Didn't she have sex with, like, the really hot guy from emily in paris the french Ooh, at that last season or the last episode oh my um God. i'm like trying to pull things out of my memory he's the perfume yeah. um, guy in emily in paris oh yes we got yes. together so i'm like i hope <laughs> she finds yeah i hope she finds someone i really like her character mm -hmm. um naya it was kind of like i just they kept like dropping things in there but it just never really developed like her yeah stories, like so yeah that, yeah that was kind of weird so yeah i'm excited to see how do you feel about them kind of introducing all these characters though like do you like that part or do you not really care about them yeah i feel like i i don't care about them just because you're right that it was like kind of random and not a full story i feel like mm -hmm. if we gave them the chance to have like equal screen time i would like them because they seem like they would be good characters so but i feel like just the way that they yeah. did it do them service yeah um, and i think what we spoke about last year is how that i felt like the writers were try trying to meet a lot of like quotas yeah <laughs> of like oh like a black woman mm -hmm. or a, a trans child like you know, like they yeah. were just trying to like check off things to make the show um to kind of bring the show into 2021 at that time. But um, I don't know. It wasn't natural. So I'm hoping that they can write things a little bit more organically <laughs> this time. 100%. Yeah, I totally agree. And I would like to see more of Carrie's younger neighbor. Because I think yeah, she saw cool. her younger self in her. So mm -hmm. again, that was just like a random storyline plunked into like one episode. So it's like mm -hmm. if they built out those storylines, I feel like I would want to see them just as much as the main cast. But yeah, I don't have like a specific attachment to them. And so, yeah, yeah I'm hoping that they like slow down a little bit with 
yeah, trying to shoehorn a bunch of either social issues or characters into the show and have it more organic. And then I, the one thing I really, really want in terms of the structure to change is for Carrie to go back to doing the voiceovers. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I like yeah. That. But otherwise, I'm really looking forward to it. It's so, I know it's like, it is kind of spoiler alerty when you see all the stills from them filming in New York on Instagram and like TikTok and stuff, but like it gets me hyped for the show. Yeah, it makes you excited. And it's like, it's kind of fun to guess what happens. And we're literally <laughs> wrong every single time. Because <laughs> like, where are writing. the lip readers? Like, yeah, <laughs> literally. Oh, my God. That'd be so perfect. Yeah, yeah. like we need them on that Aiden and, and Carrie Very scene. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was so funny. Last thing I saw was like someone on Twitter was like, imagine your ex tries to get back with you after their husband literally dies and i was just laughing because it's like that is so carry like <laughs> literally it's like okay if that is actually what happens that's such a good point because there's so many points in her relationship with aiden that she put big first like yeah i remember like seeing a tiktok that was like you were at his cabin and you fucking invited <laughs> your ex yeah. to uh like to this remote location like you put him through the ringer and so you're right if she finally lets him in only because big is dead i will literally i know yeah yeah so, i'm just prepared for any annoying thing that carrie has up her sleeve <laughs> yeah 100 percent. yeah me too yeah this was so much fun thanks for coming on so much fun it's I nice to catch blast. up as usual, I know. <laughs> uh, tell the listeners where they can find you and anything else you want to plug. Yeah, so you can find me at, at Lisa Rants on Instagram. So I post a lot of cute graphics and just a lot of information about my circle. And um, yeah, that's the main place you can find me. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Lisa for joining me on today's episode. If you haven't already, follow along on my podcasting journey, posting a lot of, you know, quizzes and breaking news and memes and TikToks on all socials at RTBP Podcast. You can check out my pop culture TikToks on TikTok at RTBP Podcast. And of course, you can join the official Petty Betty community at patreon.com slash rtbp podcast thank you again for listening i hope you are safe and healthy out there as always i'm your host tori and i am ready to be petty see you soon bye